0: You're listening to episode 84 of the STEM Space. We could all use more money for STEM, right? Have you ever thought about applying for a grant or even asking a company to fund your program? Today, we're diving into all things STEM and how to get funded. Hey,
1: I'm Claire. And I'm Natasha. From college roommates to co-founders of Vivify STEM, pull up a seat as we discuss our experiences as aerospace engineers, teachers, moms, program directors, curriculum writers, graduate
0: students, and friends. This is the STEM Space Podcast.
1: Hey, Natasha. Hey, Claire. How's it going? It's going, I think we're like week five into the school year, so my classes are well underway. I'm learning a lot, and actually, one of the classes I think you might want to learn more about. I have been utilizing the things that you were learning,
0: <laughs> and so yes, it was so it came in handy when I asked you a specific question, and you actually knew a really awesome answer. So, let's talk about what this topic is, because I'm in the middle of needing money. (laughs) And you know some things about getting money, not for my own pocket, but for my students and my classroom and my programming. I'm talking about grants and how to ask companies for money. Natasha, how do you do this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, STEM is expensive. We need robots and tablets are just building supplies. It's hard to do STEM well without the stuff. And there's a lot of stuff that comes with STEM. And when we create lessons, we try to keep that in mind and make it as cheap as possible and encourage using non-consumable materials, Mm -hmm. consumable like straws and papers, like you have to throw it away every time. It's much better to have like Legos and Zoobs and all that stuff that you could just keep reusing. But you need money to get them in the first place. And we know teachers get no funding, often maybe a hundred bucks to buy supplies. I think your department is like, here's a budget. Forty five
0: dollars, I think. (laughs) okay. so so, yes. So I've actually I kind of have to brag here. I have applied for grants and I have actually received the money for every grant that I've applied for. I'm That's really super impressive. stoked. It hasn't been that many, but it's funded our weather balloon launch in the past and some water rockets. So I've I've done some some pretty okay, good Okay, well stuff. where did
1: yeah. you get your money from?
0: So one really great resource if you're doing aerospace things. So all of my grants have been aerospace. And so AIAA is one that you can request grants from. Uh, You can also get funded from the Air Force Association. They have an educator grant. Both of those are up to $500 and they're every year. So you can continue to get it even if you've received it in the past, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, But you have to be very specific in the supplies that you are wanting and what your project is. So it obviously has to be aerospace related
1: but you would do so much cool stuff and almost like everything and have some kind of like spacey theme. If you get creative.
0: Exactly. That's what what I always try to do. I've also asked uh, companies for money and I know you've have some experience in doing this. I've only done it once. And that was to a weather station. So like our local news weather uh, station, I asked them to fund our weather balloon launch and they actually wrote us a check for a thousand dollars, which was incredible so we could actually make it happen.
1: Funding is tricky. I will say that most nonprofits have a grant writer, if not an entire fundraising team, it's usually fundraising and development. So there's somebody that's out in the community, building relationships, getting donors. There's a writer whose whole job is to apply for funding. So if you work for a school district, there's somebody like that at your school district, most likely. So my first piece of advice is to go ask your district for money. And if they say no, you could also ask, well, can you help me write a grant? Because they might have a grant writer. So I'm working with a district in San Antonio and we are putting together this really big grant for the city of San Antonio to get a million dollars over two years. Like this is a big grant. (laughs) And what's interesting is they don't know what to ask for. And so they're going to the teachers and saying, what would you like for an after-school STEM program? What do you need for your science classroom? So there's these huge grants that can go to school districts and then get distributed down to teachers, and I would like teachers to have more of a voice. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like get funding for what they really need, because there's other districts I've worked with that get funding for STEM programs, and the things they buy are just ridiculous. Like, do if I were to give you a twenty thousand dollar quadcopter. For your STEM program. How would you feel about that? Is that a thing? That is a thing. Can you you get in it?
0: Is it like a... No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the best part is that this district did it and they handed it off to like the STEM department at a school, broken like a week, had to ship it back to California. What? Why would you buy one drone for $20,000? And then it needed like a cage to go in. So it wouldn't... Oh my
0: goodness.
1: Like the $20,000, can you think of all the things you would buy that could serve hundreds of kids instead of like,
0: yeah. Instead of just one kid, like one kid can pilot a drone, right?
1: Well, they were trying to make it a showcase for the STEM program. And so lots of kids (laughs) were, I guess, coding it. I don't know. So in the end, it was just the STEM director who would drive it or fly it around and like Mm. it had a camera. And so they would use it kind of as like a photo op. Which is cool, but total waste of money, in my opinion. That's crazy. So that is how I start, is first ask your boss, your principal, your administration, like, look, I want to do this really cool project. Are there any funds that I can ask for? So if you're doing the weather balloon launch, is there some science department funds I can tap into? And there's... The way the district funding works there's different buckets and they have to use those buckets for certain things so some can only be used for science supplies or for enrichment supplies so if you can get into that right funding stream you might be surprised Mm. if there's like funding available but i'm going to guess that most teachers listening are like yeah Already tried that. <laughs> they <laughs> yes. won't give me anything, or there's too much paperwork, and you know, it can be more frustrating than it's worth. It mm-hmm. to to takes get.
0: too long. I need it now. What do I do? Where do I exactly. go?
1: And of course, there is Donors Choose, right? Yes. Where you could set up a project,
0: which is great unless you're a private school like me, because Donors Choose, you can't use it if you're a private school. That's lame. Right? <laughs> it's like, we don't get any funding, so we, we really need help.
1: Well, and there's actually school districts that have banned donor's shoes. I've seen mm-hmm. multiple teachers that say, I cannot create a project on donor's shoes. My district doesn't allow it. I don't know the politics behind that, but that's really frustrating because it's like a way for people to give money to your classroom and that some districts say no. That's crazy. So then maybe you have to get more creative. So another option is to go after companies, which is what you did, right? Yes. You had some success there. I recommend going after your local companies first. So who's in your backyard? In San Antonio, I approached Toyota. They have this massive Mm -hmm. manufacturing plant. And I was like, we are doing this really cool project. Would you like to support it? So we were doing STEM nights. They came out and they funded dinner for all the kids and the families. They volunteered at the STEM night. So that was one way to get funding. Boeing is in San Antonio, so they gave us $100,000 for uh, four (laughs) after-school space club programs. So they gave us the big bucks because they were really passionate about engaging local kids into space exploration. So it's all about finding this match between what you're trying to do And what the funder is passionate about. And there's not an easy answer on the company side. There's not like this database of all the company grants like beautifully laid out. You kind of have to do your own digging. The closest I've gotten to, and you said you found this site, is STEMfinity. So it's STEMfinity.com. Have you used it?
0: I've looked at it a long time ago.
1: It's really awesome. You go in, you can search by state, and it has specific uh, districts that have their own foundations, and then you can find different companies, uh, big national grants. So it's a starting place. It doesn't have everything, but it will tell you, okay, here's state-specific grants, and then here's like the big national grants. You can also set up alerts is what I did. And so it would alert me every time there was a new grant. Hey, we noticed that this place is given to Texas. You should check it out. So I recommend starting there um, as a search. But just doing like a quick Google search. Like if I'm here in College Station, I can say STEM grants in College Station and kind of see what comes up. STEM is such a buzzword that most people are using it that are trying to fund STEM or STEAM, like a variation Mm -hmm. of that. Is so start, g- local, start
0: um, local, even with yeah. that Google search. So when you're applying for a grant, and this is something that I was, I, I actually Googled, like what, what do you say when you want to get a grant? What Are there any like key phrases or anything oh. that really pulls at people's heartstrings to get that funding?
1: That is a great question. And that's where you need to focus on outcomes. What is the outcome? Well. What's the problem? Mm. What is the problem you're trying to solve? Say your classroom is trying to teach engineering design, and there's not enough access to this specific tool. You can when I write a grant, I usually start really big like the um the White House is predicting that there's going to be fifty thousand jobs in the STEM industry. Don't quote me, I made these numbers up. <laughs> <laughs> but you should actually cite a real statistic to show you've done your research but in an area that that company or foundation would care about so usually stem workforce is like the easy go-to one you can also do underrepresented groups if you're serving low-income minority or female students like those three groups there's so much funding for those specific groups and so I would start there with what is the need, what is the problem, and then talk about your own situation. So if you can prove I've been running, you know, this STEM class, STEM program for three years and I've had this success. So show a track record because you want them to be confident in giving you money that you're going to use it well. Hmm. It's not like you're just a fresh teacher <laughs> right out of college, I've never done anything, which... You should Don't be say, also, I want
0: to but, buy robots because I heard robots are cool. There you go. we will <laughs> do that.
1: Yeah, say have some data to like support it or how it's been successful in your program or another similar program someone's run. If you could pull in some literature here, like that really strengthens your grant. Go to our uh, Votify blog. I've written about this framework for p twelve engineering, and that has some stats there for you and some literature you can pull from. Perfect. Fancy.
0: And I've also done my research on the company or the organization that's giving out the grant. Find out what their like pillars are, because sometimes yeah. they'll say, you know, we really uh, aim to grow the opportunities for learning about Aviation and so say that, be like, hey, this is a great opportunity that matches what your goal is that we can partner in by growing awareness of aviation through this project. And so pointing out what they're wanting to do and say, hey, this actually fits perfectly in line with what you're trying to do with this grant. They'll recognize that as well and appreciate that you did your research and not just, oh, you're just someplace that was giving money. And so I just really want it, (laughs) you know.
1: You unfortunately cannot have a template that you just plug in the answers on every grant. Mm. Because you're going to have a very low success rate, if any, funding if you don't personalize it. So we started this conversation by saying, I'm in a class. And then we never came back. (laughs) Yes. What is your class? (laughs) the class I am in, I am working on my certificate in nonprofit management. And this class is on grant funding. So how do you get money through grants? And a professor works at the Bush School. He's a professor of public policy and nonprofits and has so much experience in writing grants and getting tons of money for other people. So he doesn't have his own organization. He gets contracted out to just write grants and, like, consult on them. And one of the things he told us is there is a rubric whenever you are reviewing grants and follow the directions. The number one advice he gave was read the instructions for the grant and follow them as perfectly as you can, because they will knock off points if you don't use the right headers, or if you don't attach a budget sheet, or the things they ask you, make sure you provide them. Like It sounds so obvious, but when you're just like plugging away, applying a bunch of grants, it's easy to miss. So make sure you're formatting, everything fits, and what you said about their Vision, their strategy, whatever. Yes, like that's their rubric. They're like, does it align with our mission? Does it fit in our funding priorities? Mm-hmm. So everything from like Walmart community grants—that's when you could go for. Um, Exxon Mobil has a foundation. Like any big company you can think of has a foundation, and that foundation is all about giving money. You just have to meet their specific. This year we want to fund rural health this year we want to fund robotics like they always pick a strategy and that's what you got to fit so don't apply if it doesn't fit don't just like randomly apply the <laughs> grants it's not going to go well
0: perfect that's great advice and I'm so grateful that you are taking this course and if you learn my else? secret yes that I learned he- yes yes <laughs> Well, unless you- unless only one person can benefit, because then you should just uh, we should just end it here and you can just tell me later.
1: Stay tuned for part two. <laughs> and then there's never a part two. <laughs> Which we've done, I think, before. Okay. Um, <laughs> OK, well, first of all, I have to say that I'm watching you with Fenya right now. So if <laughs> our listeners are hearing any background sounds. Fenya is sitting in Claire's lap.
0: I'm juggling a baby while trying to keep her away from the microphone.
1: (laughs) And she has the cutest white bow. And what does her onesie say? It says, snuggle this muggle.
0: (laughs) Love it. For all our Harry Potter
1: fans out there. Okay. The secret to get Mm. funding. I feel like this was worth everything uh, for taking this class. This one little tip. Now it is not easily accessible. So there is a caveat here. There is a website called Candid. And it is a foundation search. If you are affiliated with a university, that's your best way of getting access. So the catch is it's super expensive to get an account. So for Texas A&M, we have like 70,000 students, right? Something. Sure. We have five, five seats for this account. That's all this university was willing to spend. But what's amazing about it is you can search Every single foundation by topic, by giving amount, by location. So say, Claire, you want to get money in Graham and you want to see what other foundations have given in education in your county. You can search it. And mm-hmm. it's it's like almost too transparent because you can like know exactly how much money, how many times they've given, what it's used for. It feels so
0: sneaky. It does. But it's amazing. <laughs>
1: But it's, like, the tool for grant writers to get the behind the scenes on, like, who's giving money, where is it going, what is their priorities, and then you're not wasting your time applying somewhere that's never going to give to Graham, right, mm-hmm. or if they've given too much. Like, sometimes you'll notice a pattern. This one foundation was set up to give to whatever public school you have there every single year. They're probably not going to give to your private school. Mm-hmm.
0: That's great insight. So... Maybe could they somebody connect with the university or just see if they have any contacts that might have access to this if they don't already?
1: I would ask maybe the school district has an account if they have like a grant writing office. If someone's in like a master's program right now, maybe you don't even realize your university has access to it. And then if there's like a local nonprofit, and that's actually another tip I have, is partnerships. Partnering mm-hmm. with another nonprofit like... Boys and Girls Club, Girls Inc., YMCA, they are doing STEM programs. And maybe doing a joint uh, grant with them is a way to get funding. They could come and do your after school program. You could be there as an instructor and they might have access to some other grant writing tools.
0: Great advice, Natasha. I appreciate that so much. It's so helpful to me. And I'm glad we recorded this so it could be helpful to all of our listeners out there who. I know everybody is in need of more funding to be able to promote your STEM program. One last question. you had asked if I was given a grant of a whole bunch of money, what I would spend it on, but we didn't really talk about it. Are there any things that you think that our listeners should apply for, if they want to add a, have a grant, Or maybe they have access to grant money, and they're like, "Well, what should I do with it? What should they do with
1: it? If I was a STEM teacher and i was fresh you know like i have the stem program i don't know what to fund how do i build relationships personally i would start with a family night i would host a family night and then call everybody get your local boeings whatever company is in your town if you're in a tiny little town go to a bigger city next nearby like they especially if you're rural there's a big focus now on supporting rural education and so getting a nearby city to come and support you. Now, the reason I say this, funding is all about relationships. If they know you and they've seen your students, they have that emotional connection, they're going to want to give you money. And so I'm not answering your question, but I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> so you host a family night and then you invite all these damn professionals and then they go back to their company and they're like, wow. Wow. I just had this amazing STEM night and they need funding for this because what you did at that STEM night is you put a, a gigantic poster and it said my STEM department needs and there could be a Mm. QR code and it could be robots or tablets or whatnot. And I would put, so we have a blog post on like must haves for STEM classroom. We have a couple. Mm -hmm. It's really hard for me to just say you should ask for this because every program is different, but I would start with, non-consumables that get the most bang for their buck so like chromebooks and tablets if you don't have them sphero or some kind of like robotic system building supplies legos zoobs we just mentioned Mm -hmm. but also on the tech side you could get companies to donate used stuff so they might have great idea like google fiber is in san antonio they donated 30 um phones that they no longer use that we use for virtual reality Oh, perfect. In-kind donations are much easier to get. So if you need recycled materials, go to Walmart and ask them for boxes mm-hmm. or newspapers. You can ask
0: Walmart for duct tape. That's what I've done in the past before. You never you know go. until you ask. Yes.
1: So now, have a wish list. Just go in. And then as you're out places, just pull it out. I kind of right. like this QR code idea. I feel like I'm going to do, do it now. Too. <laughs> yeah,
0: that is a thing. That should be a thing. Yeah. That'd make it so easy. Just always have it with you. Yes. Like, oh, what do you need? Actually... Here's my card and QR code. Exactly. I mean, yes. Yeah. Uh, what about curriculum? Should you use grant funding for curriculum?
1: Oh, I forgot I was going to mention that. Thanks for that. <laughs> yes, you should, Claire. Yes, you. She is winking at me. <laughs> or was it Fenya? <laughs> it's Fenya. <laughs> okay. Yes. One of the needs for teachers is that you have to either write your own curriculum or source it from elsewhere. Curriculum is very expensive. If you are interested in running Space Club as a program after school or in your classroom, we have Space Club Educator Grants, and they are open to any teachers anywhere. We cover um, the entire cost of the curriculum so it's three hundred dollars normally to get access to your educators portal so that's going to give you mission to moon and mission to mars which are both semester-long stem units so you would have an entire year of curriculum space themed yes uh, for your classroom you're just going to have to find your own supplies so maybe write another grant <laughs> for supplies but it's really using like mostly paper and cups and stuff we try to make it cheap To make it accessible but we will link that in the show notes if you're interested
0: awesome well thank you natasha for all of this super valuable information i know our listeners are going to eat it up because i am and i'm going to be searching up more grants and polishing off how i am approaching these grants in different companies thank you so much for all of your wisdom and experience until next time stem space out
1: I'm going to go